Um, it would be easy. <laughs> do you not do this like, is this not like a weekly thing? Well, well it's about to do it. In theory, it's a weekly thing. <laughs> in theory. Pull your shit together. I'm, I'm with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you are. When's the next episode coming out? Right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this, the hundred and something episode of Free to a Good Home. My name is Michael Hang, and joining me as always, the man wearing a white shirt on a day that is, all right, appropriate weather. Well done. It's Ben Jenkins. <laughs> Thank you very much. I like that you 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 walked right up to the zinger plate, mm-hmm. got the bat ready, and then backed out. <laughs> I know my limits. Uh, we're also very excited because we have a, 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 a guest, a first time guest on this show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's travelled, I'd say... Dozens of kilometers to <laughs> sure, be literally <laughs> dozens of kilometers. More than away dozens. from uh, the land of the long white cloud. Nailed it. Yep, nailed it. It's, it's Guy <laughs> Williams. Thanks uh, for having me, guys. I'm a real privilege and honor. I'm really stoked. I'm a big uh, fan. Ben and I are big fans of your uh, New Zealand Today. Oh, I'm segments. a big fan of you, and you're a big oh, fan of me. Oh, They're yeah, mutual fans. Excellent. Uh, of of the on the John on Ben show, but you just said. You just told us, you informed us that this show's been cancelled. The show's been cancelled. So have you come to Australia to find new employment? Is that what this is? I wish. <laughs> um, no, I just came to do some gigs and um, go to Bondi. Like <laughs> like every New Zealander and live in, Davida, live in the dream. <laughs> yep. have, you, have you done any cool touristy shit while you've been here or anything? Or? Well, I've just gone to the beach. What's cool, t- what's cool touristy shit that I should do? Is, uh, is there none? Is um, there none in Australia? I went to the, uh, the, the old barracks. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Australia. <laughs> Pull your shit together. Maybe you went to the old barracks. I had a friend. Uh, I have, still have a friend. Friend of the show, Mark Sutton mm. and Zoe Norton Lodge were about to have a child. Yeah. And they were like, we've got to get all this touristy stuff done because we've lived in Sydney our whole lives and have never... What, the result of this conversation was they were like, let's go visit the old barracks. <laughs> yes, it was. It actually was. Do all the great stuff before the kids are going to stop us from visiting <laughs> barracks around Australia. You know, when they described it to me, because they're both very confident people. Yeah. I really did just swallow. I really did just like, oh, yeah, that, ma- that makes sense. You got caught up in the moment. To the point where... Because I, you know, me and Anya have a kid on the way in January. I would actually start to think, have I been to enough barracks? <laughs> Instead of cock blocking, it's um, barracks blocking. <laughs> the kids children. are all barracks blocked. Yeah. Such um, weird logic. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, you know, middle of next year with a baby and you're going to be off. Gallivanting around, around the, the barracks and visit yeah. doing a full barracks tour of Australia. I Sorry. assumed going to barracks was stuff you did with a kid. Is that <laughs> not what you do? <laughs> you put them in and you, you push them around against their will and they <laughs> hate it. There was not a single activity now looking back on that day because it wasn't like you. You, it was a you, full day. You a don't need a whole day to do the Sydney Barracks, by the way. Um, we spent a lot of the time in the replica hammocks. Um, <laughs> the replica hammocks? Well, I can't I can't assume they were original because we're talking hundreds of years old and they let you swing in them. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm struggling to think of a single activity we did in those barracks that not only could you not do with a child that wouldn't be made better with a child. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's like it's like going to a zoo is so much better with a kid. Yeah, yeah. They should is be it? doing stuff that you can't do with a kid regardless. Yeah. Comedy Heroin. clubs. <laughs> Heroin. Yeah. yeah, I was I was starting lighter than that. <laughs> Strip clubs. Yeah. I, I would imagine that going to a zoo with a child would be tedious and awful. I what? Because no. you've got to explain everything to them. No, you don't have to explain that's... anything. Or you, <laughs> the good thing is you seem smart, right? <laughs> as opposed as opposed to mansplaining to other adults like some bullcrap that you barely understand. Yeah. A kid you can actually 
te- you know, you actually might know one fact about elephants, and you tell it to them, and you seem like a genius. Yeah. Or you just make mind. things up. Like one of the things, that, <laughs> one of the things that I'm really looking forward to um, with my son is I realised the other day um, that like you can just lie to them, and, and no, <laughs> no one can stop you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like no one, there's no. Um, and I realised that what, one of the lies that I'm looking forward to telling him, mm. and I think I've got to be really careful with this, but if I just kind of, you know the soundtrack to Amelie? Y- yeah, yes. <laughs> I a very specific I, series of songs. I, yes. I think I can probably convince him that was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you, you composed the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I feel like... Quite an uh, obtuse, abstract uh, lie there, but well, I, I was like listening it. to it the other day, and I remember thinking, <laughs> my thought pattern was... Um, God, I wish I'd composed this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, well, why, why in the eyes of my son can I not have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon yeah. I'll get to nine. Yeah, you get to nine before he realizes you didn't oh, compose. Soundtrack. Yeah. To, yeah, I reckon I get to nine if I never. If I just bring it up once and it just goes into his stupid little head. Yeah. And then he's like nine, <laughs> and he says to somebody, "My dad." Has comp- it's weird He composed the f- music To one film And but then never And I don't think He can play an instrument <laughs> I, 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 I kind of understand And this is kind of How like more insidious Things happen Because people teach Their kids wrong things Whether it's to do with yeah. Like uh, my, The example that jumps Into my mind Is Andrew Bogart The basketball player Trying to teach his kids That there's only two genders Or whatever Yeah, right, yeah quite sure, obsessed sure. with that He's going out of his way And it's like it's like this, you, like you joke about it But people actually do that For real And like a yeah. Kind of a sinister kind of way. Well, they think they're doing the right thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. now, in this instance, you are doing it for funny times, not for sinister vibes, but Mm. you are entirely confident (laughs) this is a lie. Like, do you know what I mean? You know that it's a lie. (laughs) Well, are you saying that I'm... Is there's a grey area in my mind if I can post? Because it wasn't. It was, it was a man named Jan Tiersen, I believe. I like how you know who actually composed it. Well, yeah, that's 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 so, one up that I have on my unborn son. But how does this lie like play out then? I just do want- you tell your son that you've got a double life as Jan Tiersen, so that if your no. son ever googles it. He'll, oh, that's dad's actual. No, yeah. see, that's, that's that's where you really need to like. I think that you just need to mention it once or twice, like it's not a big deal. Uh-huh. And then there were, there's not going to be any follow up questions because kids aren't like kids at a certain age just aren't yeah, surprised children. by anything. Children, thanks for not asking it, questions. <laughs> Here's the problem with your lie: is that um, uh, <laughs> the kid won't be aware of what Emily is. <laughs> So, you yeah. like, so you're like, I composed a soundtrack to Emily. He's like, what the hell is Emily? You need to go like, yeah. I composed a soundtrack mean, to SpongeBob SquarePants. Do you or mean something. hover Emily? And it's like, no, that's the reboot. And I didn't, I didn't do that. It's a modern one. It's, there's so many, there's so many problems with this scheme. It like, mm. yeah, it's still making. All right, then, guy, we won't do it. All right. <laughs> if that's what you want. Just, yeah, a, right. just a real quick snack report. Yes. Um, guy, the most. Beloved and enduring segment on this podcast is a, is a little segment called Snack Report. Yeah, where um, you report on snacks. Yeah, I'll bring something in and and I'll eat I'm a it. very smart guy. I can figure out the basic <laughs> yeah, concept. The context is incredible. Um, Hing doesn't enjoy it very much. I hate. I think that actually it's disrespectful for our listeners for us to be eating on the podcast. But that's fine. Sure. That's um, guy in front of you, there's an almond croissant from um, wow from Sonoma Bakery. I don't know if that sits with your dietary requirements. Uh, yeah, that'd be fine. Um, but please feel free to tuck into that almond croissant. Oh, do I have to eat it? We don't have to. This a lot of pressure. This is the most <laughs> successful segment, and now I'm carrying it on my shoulders. Well, you, you know, you can you can eat it throughout the pot. I just, you know. Wow! Thank you so much. You're this welcome. Is very generous. Um, but this is Do a podcast. Want to have some of this? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have some. Yeah, and then Hink can eat the almonds from the top like a dirty rat. <laughs> <laughs> I think the almonds probably have butter on them. I don't want to. I don't want to risk it. Um, we starting off with this one. Um, Which sure. One but before, and before we start, guys, just initial impressions about the almond croissant. Um, it's fine. Mm-hmm. 
All right, um, there you go. That was Snack Report. <laughs> uh, beloved and enduring segment, Snack Report. Um, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things uh, to talk about. This one is taken from Facebook. It was posted by Kerry in the Buy Nothing uh, Wodega, which I think is a, is a place. What are you talking about? Um, that's the group. What are those words? Buy Nothing I don't know. I, I don't. That's what the group's called. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I, I didn't name. It just the group. sounds like a terrible group for classified. <laughs> like. uh, and Kerry writes: Would anyone like a Gambian mask or an adult-sized hot dog and banana outfit? <laughs> you pick them up from Garen. Now you can. She's probably pictures here. There is a, quite. I think quite a traditional. Um, sure. It looks like. Uh, you know, tribal mask of sorts. I'd say I, from Gambia, somewhere in that region. Yep, I'm not an expert on these things. Yep. Uh, but then, but then the same offering. You can see there's some little. Uh, there's a hot dog thing, a costume with some mustard on it. There's a banana next to it. Yeah. Um, the, the resolution isn't particularly high. No, but I, I love that this is Kerry's first post. Yeah, it is her very <laughs> and first. And it's got one like, <laughs> probably from her. Do you know you can like your own posts on Facebook? You can. I've started doing that. It's a little bit of a digital pet on the back. It's <laughs> lovely. You can like your own. Uh, you can like your own tweets too. I sometimes do that if I think something <laughs> hasn't gone as well as it deserved. But when, but when people look at it, they can see that you're the person who liked it, right? That yeah, they're like, that up. guy is the man. Yeah. Well, I wish I, had, wish I had that guy's confidence. I don't have the confidence to back myself. See, Kerry, the thing is, neither of these things are, are that. Pr- there's no real problem in selling either of these things. I just think you should have splashed out for two posts. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they are free. They're <laughs> absolutely free to do. What do is the idea of this post? Is, 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 it's called Buy Nothing. It's trying to go against consumerism. Well, I guess it must be free. These must be free then, if that's what it's called. Buy Nothing is everything's free. Yeah. Uh, but, but just donate it to your local like shop, shop. And yeah, there's already a system in place for this. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. they're going to clutter the internet with this bullshit. I, I, I kind of wonder... Like it, what <laughs> what series of events in your life would lead you to need to get rid of a Gambian mask <laughs> as well as a hot dog and a banana outfit? Yeah. Like I don't know a series of events. I know one event, and it is a curse. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I've ever spoken about this on the podcast before, but I was um, cleaning out um, m- uh, my old room um, back at my parents' place. Sure. And uh, this was the other day, and I was reminded. I found I found a rock. And I was like, that's interesting. Why do I have like a rock in, the, um, in this room? And I remembered that a couple of, maybe like seven or eight years ago, my sister went to Egypt uh-huh. and snapped off a bit of the Great Pyramid of Giza. Oh, no! <laughs> just <laughs> She's terrible. evil. Yeah. Just, just, just there you go and brought it back, right? And I was like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> and she was like, well, it was like it was loose and I just grabbed it. I was like, you can't. But then she was like, well, then throw it out if you don't want it. And I was like, I can't throw out a bit of the pyramid. It's haunted. Well, exactly. So I, I think I just put it in the garden when I like when I found it a couple of weeks ago. Well, for so I want to see that rock now. Like, I'm, gen- <laughs> I'm kind of interested in it. Like, if you had it here, it'd be a great paperweight. Is it that small? Yeah, it's about it's paperweight size. So yeah. Is it like is there like little bits of like decrepit? I'd say one, ancient of the, dust. one of the interesting things about it is it is it thrums with a sinister eldritch <laughs> energy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is thrum a word? Yeah. It, 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 it's an interesting word. Things don't thrum unless they have a sinister eldritch energy, though. I don't think... Yeah, every, every other word in that sentence was... Oh, yeah. you're su- she's such an a-hole tourist, though. Like, yeah, I think, in, in fairness, I think she's come a long way since then. She's now got a family. Yeah, um, but, if, if, but if everyone... Yeah, oh, I feel bad about that. It's like you go to Angkor Wat and you're like, you know people doing the same thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Taking, the, taking bits and pieces from the Yeah, thing. just Jones, like, you're like, it for everyone else. Yeah. yeah. And like, what do you care? You're not going to... See that rock and like really, it's not going to be awesome in well, your house. I wonder if she gave because 
I don't know about how you are as a tourist, but if I bring back you a gift, chances are I've got a better version of it myself for, for me. Sure, of course. Yeah. So I wonder what rock she kept for herself. Yeah. Or, yeah. or alternatively, she had the same thought process that I did, but earlier, where she's like, oh, what the fuck have I done? Oh, this is cursed. But I'll I can't it throw it out, so she just gave it to me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Guy, do you have one you want to share with the class? Uh, yeah, okay. This is from um, Lucy. Sincere thanks to Lucy for sending it in. Um... I'm so confused. <laughs> the listing is for my cutoff real human hair dreadlocks. Ma- Trey Magnifique. <laughs> okay, so it says I've de- decided to. Oh, this is so confusing. I've decided. It's in a place called Hayesville. I've decided to finally get rid of my real human hair dreadlocks that I had cut off a while back. Mm. There is about 25 to 26 pieces Ugh. of all various sizes taking all. All offers, send me a private message about it, and we'll talk prices. Right. So that means that not only is this person cut off their dreadlocks, but they've, they've kept them for at least a while. Yeah. Saying, I've, I cut them off a while back means that they've put them in a jar or something, or in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> they've, got a, they've got a photo of their hand there. Um, I don't know if this is pertinent, but the person is definitely white. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. That's, quite, that's important, I think. Can I, can I tell you, well, mm-hmm. Ben knows this guy, you, you probably wouldn't know this, but when I was young and very foolish... Uh, I used to have dreadlocks because I was an insufferable. But no, we're not, talk- <laughs> we're not talking young, young. Like I, I was like, I was like nineteen, nineteen to twenty-three. Twenty-three. I think. 23, was, I yeah. think was How old are you? I'm thirty-three now. Yeah. Okay, so, so it, it's about a decade ago now. But it was almost cool then. Uh, I don't know. Did I, you have like I'm in Blink One Eight Two dreadlock dreadlocks or like I want to be Bob Marley dreadlocks? I had what you would describe as um, ambitious Chinese dreadlocks. Is he really trying that? Okay, uh, but I had a. Are you the only Chinese person I know with who's ever had dreadlocks? Maybe I, I don't know is how many Chinese a, people you know. Is there a famous yeah. Chinese person with dreadlocks? Uh, Fu Manchu? Did he have dreadlocks? He definitely <laughs> didn't have dreadlocks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say guess. People, in case they guess and they're not Chinese. Yeah, great call. Sure. Um, you're a person of color, though, so I feel like dreadlocks on you is or is almost cool. I'd say, but I would say that mm. Chinese hair is the straightest and thickest of yeah. hair and the worst for dreadlocking. Yeah, but because, that's why it's so impressive. Uh, oh, thank you. I did too. It was very painful. Um, but uh, this month, my sister has been, uh, who lives in Berlin, has been back in Australia. She's here with her She's boyfriend. She's a snowboarder. Uh, pre- uh, former snowboarder, yes. Yeah. Uh, she has brought her uh, new boyfriend to meet the family. His, his name's Luke. He's a lovely, lovely guy. Mm. Uh, he is. He he's a man whose hair naturally dreads, and uh-huh. he has dreadlocks, and he looks very good in the dreadlocks. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And over did the other night. Uh, Catherine thought a great thing to do would be to say, oh, Luke, you know how you wrote that blog post the other day about cultural appropriation? Now people who aren't who aren't black shouldn't wear dreadlocks. <laughs> oh. Well, guess who used to have dreadlocks? <laughs> humana, humana. And I was like 100% thrown under the bus. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was a mis- I was very young. I didn't know. What did Luke say? Did he get cross at you? Or? Uh, no, well, he was, he, he, again, very lovely guy. Sure. Uh, kind of, unfortunately, has to be very polite to me because he's meeting the family for the first time. Sure. And so he was like, oh, no, nah, it's cool. Like, <laughs> well, no, Luke, I've got receipts here. Wow. Like, you, wrote, you, wrote, you, 
write a blog on this. But he was clearly like, he was clearly like, just trying to be polite. And obviously, like, he's in the right, and I'm the idiot. But you know, mm. also, also, time passes. Like in the nineties, it was a different time. It was a, it was a. Yes, this is we're, the early we're, we're moving forward. <laughs> yes, early two thousands. You're like, it was two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends. It depends what year and when you got it done. So, well, what, I guess my question. Um, is, can I ask? No, my question oh, yeah. for you first is yes. why? Why did you get dreadlocks? Who were you inspired by? Uh, it was it was a Bob Marley thing. Bob Marley. Marley. As 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 a is like a kindergartner. My best friend and I discovered the music of Bob Marley in his like dad's boat or something, yeah. and then we were like, "This guy rules!" And then we just became big reggae fans. Did without you? Actually that's being so funny and embarrassing. Yeah. Did you have like a satchel bag and stuff like that? I wore Thai fisherman pants for a while. It was a it was a really bad look. It was not a great no, time. Good on you, man. Good on you. <laughs> you do you do you. I don't think we met each other at our um best. Oh no! You and I, you and I were the worst. When we met, but but for these ones, I, I, I used to around the time that Hing was rocking this because we met at, at uni very mm. very young. Yeah, right about this time, I was wearing a um, sleeveless hoodie, great, um, with no shirt underneath it. Don't need one. Don't need one. <laughs> I've already yeah, and fingerless gloves. Wow! <laughs> yeah. What was the inspiration behind that? I want to. It's it was pr- maybe. J- Judd Nelson in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> do, you, do you have any regrets yeah. from your former? From no, 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 no. Never cool, dude. No, 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 no. Never been cool. <laughs> Never been cool. Um, at, at my school, you got like bullied for wearing hair gel. So I was like, you know, like literally, there was a guy who used to like grab my hair. Like it would be like because I just hadn't showered in the morning and it was sticking up a bit, and he would like grab me and kind of like rub my hair to make sure there's no hair gel in it. That kind of toxic masculinity. <laughs> But, was, this, um, was this a, 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 was this a, a very snooty school you were at? Or no, was no, 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 no. I'm from a small town where there was one public school that everyone right. went to. So there was, there was kids whose dads owned uh, helicopters and there was kids who smoked glue. You know, there was just every, <laughs> everyone was there. Everyone Those, was there. That's I the two, type of, two types of people. The, the guy whose dad Don't, owned a helicopter yeah. was also smoking glue. Yeah. So it kind of like... People, people contain <laughs> multitudes. That was a really cool school to go to because it was mm. such a weird cross-section of um, everybody. But um, yeah, weirdly, I got into no fashions. I was a real mama's boy. But I guess, I guess, I guess, I'd be anti-fashion. Like I was like a nerd. Like I had Teva sandals at school. I don't know so what I used to get that is. What, for those, what's like a Teva strap? Sport sandals from the nineties to. Oh, I know exactly. Did, did they have like kind of funky patterns on funky the funky um... Aztec patterns? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was an embarrassing time in my life. That sort of thing. Sure. Mm. That, that, sort of, that sort of thing, but definitely like, wore a rash vest for way too long because my mum didn't want me to get skin cancer, you know? Like, Wait, sure. Sort of at the beach or away from the beach? Yeah, yeah, both, man. Just always <laughs> Just wearing it. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I, yeah. You know what I, I, no, this is so fucking boring, but I'm going to say it. Okay. I realised <laughs> that. Great start to a story. Yeah. Um, that when rash vests came out, they like we weren't even considering sun protection. What do you they mean? were called rash vests. They were to stop you from rashing on your boogie board. No, 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 no. We, <laughs> no, we were. We, you've been tricked by your parents. <laughs> sun protection was big, and Sun Smart was in New Zealand was huge. Like you know, little kids would wear like wetsuits, but they wouldn't have any insulation. It'd just be to cover you, right? Really? Mm. And then kids didn't want to wear them, so Billabong and Rip Curl got <gasps> involved, and they made it cool because they're like Kelly Slater wears one. Because surfers have to wear them, right? To like different. Do they wear them so you can see what number they're wearing and stuff oh, like that? Oh, Thing. So, because right. and because because they're wearing it, and, and the, the, I'd say the only reason a surfer wears a rash vest is to advertise more, right? That's the cynical part of me. Yeah, that is that has actually <laughs> blown my head wide open. So I wore it just because <laughs> I loved labels because I was a fucking loser, sure. and I enjoyed having a big billabong rash vest on. Were you? Were so you it was surfing? always it was no. It was <laughs> always <laughs> man. There's no surfing. Oh, there is some surfing in New Zealand, but I didn't surf. So no. it was right. always about some protection. 
Yes. Yeah, yes. This is, this is like going to a zoo with a child. You've blown Ben's mind. That is yeah. Hachi Machi. Oh, but don't get me wrong. I'm sure like boogie board, professional boogie boarders <laughs> who are in hot climates might need it for sure. rubbing against the board, but it'd be very, very but, slim. But now knees. that I think about it, your contact with the board is like 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, there yeah, for yeah, long. Yeah. So I think it's clearly, I just kind of cracked this now, but I, and so I'm putting together, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's just a marketing thing, right? Yeah, My God, cinema. if you are a surfer who uses a rash vest for any reason that we haven't thought of, do get in touch. So we mean we mean a rash vest, we don't mean no, a, no, um, a wetsuit wet or a dry suit or, or, a, yeah. or a, a wetsuit vest or just, something. Just momentarily going back to the dreadlocks at hand though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why would anyone buy these, do you think? Can you think of a reason yeah, why someone oh, would purchase? I just assumed instantly, and I don't know why I just instantly like thought, that's logical, you glue them onto your dreadlocks <laughs> or, or dreadlock more dreadlocks. extensions extensions is that effed up I uh, think I th- we've had a we've had a lot of chats about human hair on this podcast <laughs> more, more than you'd think it's getting and, sold a lot on the internet and, and sold on the internet a lot yeah and friend of the podcast Emma Balfour has, has reached out and explained a couple of things about human hair to us mm. uh, and one of them is what needs to be done to human hair in order to, or, or, or rather not done to human hair in order to, to make it sellable because it, it, it's worth and I have said this before on the podcast pound for pound it's worth more than gold and, Is it? and saffron. Wow! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just hard to get a like a, a weight of yeah. Hair. But yeah. the uh, the yeah, it needs to be like completely untreated and and straight. Mm. Um, which I imagine dreadlocks are sort of not that not that at all. But these don't look like if you would if you had your own dreadlocks and you were someone who took pride in their dreadlocks, so you were looking to buy extensions. These are not the kind of dreadlocks you would want to add to your hair because these are gross. These are gross dreadlocks. They're, they're, like, they're the realest dreadlocks I've ever seen. They're like they're real bulky, nasty. completely different. So they're not stylized in no, any way. They've never been to a salon. Like some of them are even dreadlocks. Some of them are just loose hair. It's so revolting to look at. I guess what you do is you, if you were bald and wanted to <laughs> live that dready life for a bit. <laughs> yeah, you'd need to be starting from from, from scratch. Zero. Yeah, from, from close to zero. Or already have dreadful, <laughs> dreadful dreadlocks. Oh, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's a spiritual thing. Like maybe you like get the dreadlocks and like... Uh, Mix them into a tea and drink it, and <laughs> accept oh, the curse. aura. Yeah, sorts, as see, as yeah. with a lot of questions on this podcast, the answer is it's, it's cursed. cursed. Um, guys, <laughs> would you like one from Hall of Cowards MVP James Quinn? Yes, please. Thanks. Yeah, why is he an MVP? Uh, he, he's just he's always he, sending he's always stuff sending in. in, and when when people send in. Uh, a lot to us, they get inducted into the Hall of Cowards. Okay, no, so he's the MVP though. Yeah. So he's number one on the Cowards. Close to. Oh, I'd say he'd be up he's there. He'd be one of the most cowardly. No, people but you we can't know. be. I say MVP is most valuable player. That's, That's true. One. <laughs> no, actually, I. It, oh, I you're it, demating him now. This no, is tense. MVP in my is mostly valuable player. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because sometimes he sends in trash. Yeah. Well, I'm not. You know, he's good, and we're just so happy to have him in the hall. And once again, to all, to all our listeners in the Hall of Cowards, if you'd like to be promoted to the Hall of Heroes, which I think only has Barack Obama in it. I think we decided that, yeah. Um, it's a complex system. Send us $1,000. Um, <laughs> Is Barack Obama... How do you get in there? Uh, he just sent in some great ads and $1,000. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, fair enough. Yeah. Um, he was trying to sell his Nobel Peace Prize on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is from Gumtree. Uh, no, sorry, it's from Craigslist in Birmingham. And uh, the headline is, Trample Friends Wanted. Mm-hmm. All, all will become clear. Okay. Hi, I am looking for like-minded people who are in to trample. In brackets. Being walked all over. 
If you're not sure slash new to this and want to give it a try, then great. I reckon you'd know, wouldn't you? I reckon reckon there'd be a a special Reddit page or something for these people that you wouldn't have to go out into the outside of the trample community. Absolutely. I'm looking to be trampled and trampling others, so it just depends on your likes. There is some money in the kitty to contribute for this, but it's very limited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more interested in finding people who just enjoy this. I'm not a fat, ugly perv. Okay, well... See, until, you, until you said that, mate. Immediately. Because I was like, is this a sexual thing? And then I was like, no, it can't be. Uh, it, it is. It is. Um, I'm 32, oh. average build, 5'11", smart, professional, clean, decent looking male. Come on! <laughs> With an exclamation mark. Let's do this! Send a photo, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> so, that this is one of those things, right? Because we on Frederick uh, aren't, aren't after yucking anybody's yum. No. Not, not, in a, uh, not in a sexy way, not in a snack report way. To be fair, I was actually into yucking someone's yum. But um, I, now that you've said that, <laughs> I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. <laughs> I would, well, my follow-up was going to be, we're not into that, and we routinely do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, man. I stepped over your punchline. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, look, y- consenting adults, et cetera, et cetera, that caveat. Yes. But this is an interesting thing, because I probably have only seen ads for this specific thing mm. coming up in the past, like, year. It's. I think it's really exploded on the internet. I, I think what so one like of, white supremacy. Yeah, <laughs> it's really having a comeback. The election of Donald Trump and the oxycontin addictions of yeah. many people in the Midwest of America have just. I'd this like, has been. I'd like to get Nate Silver to run those numbers. <laughs> See if I we wonder. Can find, uh, I, I wonder if if you know. Uh, I don't know what the. I don't know the exact terminology, but you know how. In this, there is a there is a trampler and a trampoline. Uh, no trampoline. Sorry, <laughs> there's a person. There's a person who lies down and gets walked on. I assume. Yeah. And there's the personal people who do the walking. Yeah. Now, oh. is it is it is it like you know how when you're playing cricket, everyone wants to bat? Do you know no, what I mean? that's 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 legitimately not the case in cricket. But sure. No, 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 no. it kind of is. When, well, when you're growing up. up. Yeah, when you're growing up. Yeah. And, and, and I just, sorry, I thought you meant like. In, in the Australian like a, team. In the no. Australian team. No, but, but I mean... Some build bowl as well. <laughs> yes. but like, And that's very know. much their job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, in fact, they hate betting because they're so bad at it. Yeah, because they put all their energy into bowling. Like, they're very tired from they're bowling. Not, they're not bowling there being like, oh, come on, give us a go. Like, <laughs> but do you think that this this setup for the trample, tramp, the trampler, trampley situation yeah. is like that where everyone wants to get trampled on and no one <laughs> wants to do the trampling? Yeah. Oh. Alternatively, well, I'd walk on a person the- in a heartbeat, <laughs> but when it's my turn, I'm leaving. So you, you, so you'd be much more on the walking, not the walk, not the being walked on. Yeah. So I had some mates who played cricket, and what they used to do <laughs> is rock up to um, the cricket game. Um, try everything they could to win the toss, elect a bat, <laughs> do the batting, and then just at half time just leave. <laughs> they're not good people. They're not good people. <laughs> but they're kind of smart. That's incredible. That's quite a good plan, right? They also used to just play in jeans, which is quite funny. But just go down to the nets, though. Yeah. You don't care about winning that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah good point. Good point. Good so point. then bat and then just forfeit and leave. Just leave. They'd also annoy people by just blasting their music loud while they're betting. Yeah, they were, they were good guys. They were, they were the bad guys. Um, so do you the villains of the New Zealand cricket But that's world. what I'd do with trampling. I'd come in there, walk on some people, and leave. And they'd be like, all right, guy, lie down. I've got my... 
rugby boots on. I'm g- <laughs> <laughs> oh, do, do they actually? Would they do that in trampling? Does, is it on research trampling or no? Well, uh, see, we don't know a lot about it. We well, just we, get sent a lot of stuff. We, we oh, wait, 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 is this the second time you've talked oh, about trampling? I would say it is at least the fifth. Maybe, maybe the twentieth. There's all kinds. Every, Unbelievable! It's, been, it's, it's really exploded in the last couple of years. Well, why, why, why do you? Why do you <laughs> Why do you keep on talking about it, mate? <laughs> because there's nothing new added to this except for trampling exists. I don't know. Well, 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 we got a great story about cricket out of. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Well, to me, one of the things that caught my mind about this particular trampling ad is the suggestion that if you're not sure you're into this, why not come and find out? <laughs> I think it's a pretty full-on way to find out, right? He's convinced that it's going to be like surfing, and like you give it a go and you get hooked instantly. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think. To believe. I don't. Do you, do you do you think if you're into being walked on, you would be able to experience that same like rush from watching someone get walked on? See, I think you know. I, I, I look. I, I I don't know how. Like, these... Can you dip your toes into the trampling community through pornography of sorts? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you you log on into onto the porn sites and you, <laughs> t- you type in yeah. trample trample. Like tickle. Do you guys know that New Zealand documentary? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's a kind of. It reminds. It's in the similar world. Yeah. Well, you right? could. Yeah. Yeah. But is this sexual? Is trampling sexual? Oh, yeah. Everything is. I mean, you've got on to assume everything on the internet. Like, everything is. If yeah. someone's selling a fridge, they've got a huge scum in it. Like. Like that's. That, like, honestly, we've been doing this podcast for twenty years now. It feels like, and yeah. I just, I, I, everything is sex. Ev- okay. Everything is gross. Is it? Is it this thing about life? And, and, and I'm now I'm coming around to the idea, and that there's something stand up comedy. Yeah, I, mm. do, I do stand up comedy. It hasn't it hasn't existed for a long time. It's relatively new. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of blew up in the '80s, kind of thing. Yeah, and it's become the. And originally, people would have thought that would have been bizarre. Who wants to humiliate themselves on stage? Sure, right. But I'm really into it, and I enjoy that rush and that excitement. Yeah. Is this just like stand up comedy and I'm just closed minded to this? <laughs> is this like, are you saying, is this like stand up comedy just like cutting out the middleman? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, just fuck get, my shit up, yeah, fam. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or is it, is it like getting pissed on? I'm just trying to relate. I think it's. I think it. I think it's one of those things where you know how sometimes people have a sore back and they ask you to like walk on their back or whatever. Yeah. Friend of friend of the podcast, Chaz Lichardello. Yeah, routinely constantly does that. I constantly think does it, that. I think yeah. it's, it's that's happened. A I wonder times. why he's got so many back problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing. I think I think it probably started like that. You have a couple people walking your back, and then suddenly you're like, hang on. Hang on, I've got a boner. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I guess we've got to start a community over this. It is like there is something nice about the. It's almost like oh, the nice symmetry of nature. Mm. When you're like, oh, somebody gets off on this really weirdly specific thing, and I guess someone else gets off on doing the, on the converse of this sure. really specific thing, sure. isn't that nice mm. in a way? But like when Darwin worked out that um, the beaks of those birds were long to go in the flower, and that nature fit together, it's like that, <laughs> but for sex purposes. <laughs> uh, oh, do you think this? Do you think this is made usually when people talk about um, the? <laughs> The sex stuff they want to do online. Yeah. The enticing thing yep. is, hey, we're a community of people who are like-minded and want to do this stuff to each other. Come on board. Sure. But this person has also offered money. But uh, there's somebody in the kitty to to, uh, to tribute for this, but very limited. Yeah. Now, what's the fucking kitty? Like, what are you? Like, like, 
<laughs> I think that you should be spending... If, if you're having a trample party at your house, which is what I assume these are called, you should be spending that money not on Craigslist people to come. On ice packs. And ice packs, yeah. yeah. You want some Voltaren gel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to um, some deep heat, some... What's the... But the kitty just, Tiger balm. The kitty just makes me think of like, okay, we've got, oh, we've got, you know, uh, 40 bucks in the kitty and that'll cover some biscuits and some tea yeah. and someone from the internet that we can trample on while I assume wanking. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what petty cash is going to... Keep your receipts. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a great hobby because people wouldn't necessarily think it was weird. Oh, I like, think they might, guy. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Because no. you're in the office and they go, guy, we're out to this weekend oh. and you're like, I'm going trampling. <laughs> they would just assume you say tramping and be like, he's a normal person. I don't want to talk about that hobby, so I'm just going to move on. Yeah, because they, they would be like, oh, he either said trampolining Leaning. Or, or camping. Either way, either way, you're fine. Either way, you're fine. Or I'm tramping, like, like you tramp around the moors that's, or whatever. That's what I mainly you know? meant. Yeah. I mean, if you're an adult and uh, you say, what do you do on the weekend? You say trampolining. You get a lot more questions afterwards. <laughs> Some follow-ups. Yeah. Do you reckon the best person at trampolining has another job? Oh, you mean like a world, yeah. the world's best yeah. trampoline. Do you reckon it's yes. a full-time gig? Or do they have to, you got to, it's one of those skills that you end up going into the circus on. Oh uh, yeah, that's true actually. Is trampolining not a not a, not an Olympic sport? Definitely is, but definitely you're right. Is. You're right. Can you do it professionally for I reckon there's maybe five people outside of like as you say the circus who do it as a sport and I don't reckon, have another job. Yeah, I reckon even the world champ would have to because you, you you never hear of like the trampolining tour coming to New Zealand where it's like mm. check out five Olympians do some flips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you also I guess you never see products endorsed by trample Lean, like, do you oh, know no, I mean? you sometimes yeah. see trampolines, <laughs> but when you, when you, <laughs> yeah, like, there's no, like, when I go to buy a trampoline at the shop, there's not like a person whose face I'm looking Stephen for. Stephen Bakeman, <laughs> he's one of the best trampolines I know. <laughs> I wonder if it's one of those things where, like, you age out of competitive Olympic trampolining because I assume, I assume, like, gymnastics, you need to retire from that quite young. Oh, at like six, yeah, like, so it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's like, I, and, and then you age out of that, and then you go into circus trampolining, or if they're different disciplines and there's some sort of rivalry. Rivalry between the I two think, codes. Yeah, well, because one of the hard things I would imagine about being the world's best trampolinist is that those skills... You're a massive dweeb. <laughs> well, I just think those skills probably don't translate to anything else. I've just had another breakthrough. Sure. <laughs> Isn't... Have I had any breakthroughs yet? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to claim this as another one. Uh-huh. Um, trampolining is not even... Is it? So is it Olympic... I'm, I'm almost certain it was. It's in the Commonwealth Games. Whoa, whoa <laughs> that's a big change. <laughs> you're like, um, you're like, uh, you're like, um, were you a professional basketball player? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, I gave a guy a hand job after practice for twenty dollars. <laughs> like you know, like it's like so the Commonwealth Games and Olympics. There is such a big. There's gap a huge. There. You're right. You're right. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure. Scootering is in the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> the only country in the world that cares about the Commonwealth Games is in Australia. That's why it's you, always. You guys in don't even care. No, no, I don't think we do. We don't. We even we win. New Zealand weirdly wins a lot of medals, and that's a real red flag. <laughs> if New Zealand's winning medals, you're like, that's not a good sign. What's, what's New Zealand's big sport in the Olympics? Uh, rowing, really? and that's a red flag. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a real like row. Like New Zealand has a strat. This, we're quite clever, really, <laughs> is we literally look at all the Olympic sports, look at the most fringe ones, and then target those. See, that's I think. So our biggest ones are women's shot put and uh, rowing, and yeah, we're right. awesome at them. I yeah. wonder if that's yeah. what Gina Davis did with archery. Yes. I, I assume it's not. I assume she just had a passion for archery. Nah, but, nah. But archery's <laughs> a sport where I'm sorry if I'm shitting over an Australian icon here. But Gina, Gina Davis. A, no, Gina Davis, the the actor who is also an Olympic archer. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know who she is. <laughs> she's yeah, um, you know, from not... Thelma and Louise. She's one of them. Oh, yeah, no, I've seen Thelma and Louise. Sorry. Well, she's either Thelma or Louise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, but um, archery is a sport where, like, you hear of the gold medalist, like, took it up, like, three years earlier. Yeah. You know? yes, yes. As a deer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Archery is quite cool, though. Like, I'm surprised that's not a bigger, cooler thing. I think it's becoming bigger um, because of the Hunger Games. I, when I was living... <laughs> really? no, honestly, fucking hell, when I was living in New York... kids want to do it because of yeah. Katniss, Katniss Everglade when or was, whatever it is. When I was living in New York, me and a friend of the podcast, Miles Portek, yeah. um, and some other uh, cool people decided to do some archery in Brooklyn. Um, they had like an archery range. It's, the, it's, it's what Brooklyn's famous for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you know that in this very town of Sydney, yeah. a place I've not been to, but guy, if you're looking for some touristy things to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. after I've been barracks. to the barracks. <laughs> yeah. the barracks. There is a, there's like a, an archery range, but not for archer, uh, but not for bows and arrows. <laughs> it's for throwing axes. Oh, Whoa! yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can just turn up. And I think, yeah. my understanding is there's a bar there. Yeah, uh, no, no. Yeah, I did that for a Bucks party. Oh, is there a bar there? Uh, I think they're quite strict on you not drinking, actually, when you're throwing axes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. It's my <laughs> recollection of, of, the, of that vibe. And then you, so you've been to it. I've been, I've been and I've thrown. You threw, you've thrown I am, axe? I am really bad at axe throwing. <laughs> I, I was really surprised at how... I didn't, I didn't go in thinking I'd be good, yeah. but I didn't go in thinking that like the, the person... Like, they, gave, they ended up giving me the child's axe... <laughs> Or like the equivalent, it was basically the equivalent Safety of like axes. putting the bumpers up at bowling. Like it was just, and after, like they couldn't believe how bad I was at it. So are you throwing it at a dartboard? A person? No, no heavens no. no. Like a, <laughs> so, no well, well, sorry, I guess I'm asking if it is like when you, I've never been, but you see in movies and stuff, people go to a shooting range. Yep. There's like, like a, a paper. paper target with no. a, with a so criminal's outline What you've outline got at this one is like. A deeply suspicious um, person. Um, like uh, four, like two by fours nailed together. Oh, so it's just a plank of wood. Just pl- yeah, several planks of wood nailed together with a target painted on it. Oh. Um, and then do you get to take your target home when you're done? No, no, no. no. But you, was this, this actually at a place or was it just outside of the guy's house? <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't sound it. that legit. Well, can I say my breakthrough because I never said what it was? Oh, yes. that trampolining is um, a practice for highboard diving. Which is a proper sport. Oh! So just just to throw that out there, that like um, trampoline, it's like it's like how underwater hockey is a, is a spin-off of um, what the synchronized fuck swimming. is underwater hockey? Do you not know what underwater hockey is? What are you talking about? It sounds about? amazing, right? It sounds amazing. It's quite big in New Zealand. I'm sure it'd be big in Australia. <laughs> yeah, you know why it's big in New Zealand? Because they've identified it as a niche sport. <laughs> <laughs> in, tw- in 2035, they'll win a medal. Yeah, it's an excellent callback, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so uh, one day it was ice hockey. It got hot. <laughs> yeah, melted. melted. Is it not infuriating how many spin-offs of hockey there are? Yeah, I, I reckon ice hockey or nothing, in my opinion. Sure, sure. Did I ice s- hockey predate field hockey? I doubt oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I doubt it actually. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But maybe. I oh, actually, I don't know. They've had ice for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so no, when did they invent ice rings? And I realised that like <laughs> the ice age. Duh. That was when they first started playing it. Okay. I can't remember if it's a duh, like I was from the 90s. Um, <laughs> uh, so underwater hockey is like um, tiny, men in speedos, tiny little sticks, uh-huh. a heavy puck. <laughs> it's weird how small these sticks Stop are. making this up. Give them bigger sticks. Why are they, why, it's like they have to be in speedos. That's weird. That's like a sex fetish thing, right? Yeah. And they got a hard little puck. Sure. That goes at the bottom of the yep. ball and you hit it along the bottom. Uh-huh. And so part of the skill. I mean, none of this is true, so I don't care. it's all true. Part of the skill is going as far as you can and then 
swinging, you got to time like your breathing and stuff like sure. that. Sure. Oh, so yeah. you don't have, you're not wearing. <laughs> you're not wearing no. scuba gear. <laughs> no. no. There's no oxygen no, tanks. No but, no, but, no, but you're not an idiot here. You, you, what you say, that makes sense. <laughs> like, that'd be fun. Like, scuba hockey would be awesome. I right? imagine that the, the people would, the, 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 the interesting thing about this was trying to play hockey in such a dense environment as yeah, water. But yeah. in actual fact, it's all about breathing. And it doesn't resemble real hockey at all. It was invented as a breathing exercise, I think, um, for <laughs> synchronized swimmers. Oh, what? So it's like they think like the origins of this have been lost to time? No, no, no I don't. Look, I'm not an underwater <laughs> hockey historian. It's just you've forced me into this role, and I'm trying my best. It's a huge responsibility. <laughs> All right, I assume you guys this, have heard this of Armand Croissant all over again. Yeah, I've heard you. Have, I've heard you. Yeah, I'm back to that. Uh, anyway, trampolining was uh, it's, it's a form of diving. That oh. is. I mean, I'm not going to look it up, but no, I think I think it's well <laughs> because that's I used the to do motto of this podcast. Though. Yeah, I used to do some some ski jumping back in the day, uh, what? and and that was what? Uh, and and that's the only time I've ever done trampolining is to do practices for that so that makes sense so maybe wow. yeah but again ski jumping bro i was uh, well i was this is when i when i was a much younger man were you, were you wearing uh, i was in japan doing for a bit Amazing. in canada ski jumping with dreadlocks he was a much cooler guy before you knew him maybe before comedy <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if anything i think i think maybe comedy might have um made me the uh, really lame oh That's no really, it's really interesting though because like because like i've always been basically on the trajectory to where I'm, i've ended up now mm. like a, <laughs> like a nonsense idiot You're like, like <laughs> I was a crack up guy when I was a kid. Well, not even like I actually been kind of the opposite of that. Like I've never really had any other prospects. Like yeah, I've never, no. I've never been really good at anything else. Yeah. So like when I think about like the, that's not a reason for doing comedy though. I think it's a reason a lot of people do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not a good reason. So when I have like my on the waterfront moment of like I could have been a contender, I'm like, oh no, I couldn't. That's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm never really filled with yeah, regrets. There's no like, regrets. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, all right, no. well I've, I'm, I like I, I'm not living in a bin. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Thank you so. Much. It's one of the things I noticed about you is you're not living in a bin. Yeah, no, yes. it's one of the first things people say. Oh. They say, and they say, interestingly, you're not living in a bin, which is. But but for you, I think it might be it must be weird, Hing, because there is a really real sliding doors moment of your life where you were quite a cool guy. <laughs> and and you know what I mean? Like there's there's a parallel wait, wait, universe. Wait, wait. Hing. Have, we, have we now got his dreads era as cool guy? Well, dreads era with doing flips on skis. Were you all of skiing a and dreading at the same time? Yeah, there was there was probably about two years there where I was. Did you have a helmet on when you were flipping, or were the dreads flying? Uh, you well, when you're doing aerial. You have to wear a helmet because it's safety first. Oh, but I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 So, did you do? Was this just like a, a recreational sport? Or did you do this competitively? I I did this. I guess competitively in the least competitive sense, in that you were going to competitions, but they are everyone's like you. You don't have to be a certain level to be. You know, okay. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, Who was I, a ski instructor for I a while? Do, I do not have the physique to continue this. Um, <laughs> amazing. Guy, do you want to take us home with uh, this one? I'm taking us home. All right, well, it's better be a good one. Um, this is from James Quinn. Is oh, the, this is the very same. I've heard he's a coward's hall of fame. Yeah. Yes, excellent. Um, and he, it, it, it's from Detroit Craigslist. And it says, um, uh, do you need a fake boyfriend for a date or wedding? Excellent. Mm-hmm. M4W, which means man for woman, I'm yep. guessing. It's a man looking for a woman. Maybe you have a wedding or a night out that you want to show your friend's family that you have a handsome, well to put together boyfriend. Talk yourself up, yeah. mate. Well, you did say maybe, so we, we don't know. The, the ad could be like, well, then I am not for you. <laughs> I can be that handsome, well-together put together boyfriend for your event. I'm very well versed on many topics and comfortable around new people. Mm. Nobody will ever know except us. Body, athletic, 
Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Okay, so this is a bit like trampling in that, like, for, for a... Well, no, no, for, like, a, you know, a baby in the woods, like, guy, mm-hmm. this might seem like a who would do this sort of thing. Mm. But we've actually had a version of this on the podcast before. What so, was, what some was months ago, somebody being like, hey, I'll, I'll come to family occasions and pretend that your life's together. Oh. So I actually think this is a, an emerging thing that's happening. Well, how much How much does it say what the fee is? No, nah, it doesn't, unfortunately. It was posted 19 days but ago. But I will say that this is the first one that I've seen where the person doesn't seem insane. Yeah. Oh. That's like, that, it sounds like a solid plan. It does, doesn't it? It's not great. I'm not like encouraging it, but like, yeah. I think that this plan is probably about 25 years too late. What are you talking about? If you're going to a family occasion and you're bringing a partner, there would be in the lead up to that date, documenting evidence online that you're yeah. together. Like, for example, I'm just thinking about this because, again, my, my sister's out from Berlin with her with her boyfriend. Mm. and I Who hates you, right? He hates yeah. me. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote a blog about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a lovely man who, who has no time for my But see, that's a good point. We know he's not made up because you, there was evidence online. Yes, of exactly. There's, there's like, he exists. There are photos of them together. You know, uh, we... we, we We've experienced him yeah. online, digitally, before we met him. I mean, yeah, sure. So I think if I, if, if you were getting married, Ben. Sure. For, for, for example, when you did get married. When I did get married, you were if, there. If I turned up with <laughs> just, you know, a random person. Sure. And I was like, this is my girlfriend. We've been together for months. Sure. My life is together. Everything's fine. You'd be like. Well, if you said that verbatim. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like that would, that, would, that would set alarm bells off. But I'll tell you what, if you did that normally, what I'd say to you is, mm. I think it's my wedding. I don't give a shit. Like, oh right, you know You're what I mean. Like, I'd, in the lead up to you, when when you when you were like, first of all, I wouldn't be giving you a plus one if I didn't know who this person <laughs> was. Like, I should be very clear on that. But if for some reason I lost my mind and gave you a plus one, mm. I'm not googling this person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't share many of my relationships that much online, mm-hmm. so I can understand if it was a month old, two months old, yeah. you could easily get away with it. I reckon. Oh, Has anyone? Yeah. You guys both look like people who've been to Tokyo many times. <laughs> And I say oh. that just because, no, for guys who look like me, with glasses sure. like me, Japan is their favourite place. Sure. The point of it sure. being creepy, yes. right? Yes, yep. yes, And um, I was recently in Tokyo, and we were trying, I was there for work actually, but we were trying to, we were walking to a bedding cage, and double bonus, it was through the Shinjuku kind of red light district area. Right, right? sure. And as we were going there, we noticed that there was these clubs with just huge photos of just like... Very effeminate men in suits, tuxedos on the wall. Ah. And we went into one and they were like, no, get the hell out of here. What the hell are you doing? And then we went outside, we harassed a million people for English until we eventually found someone who could tell us. It turns out he was like a prostitute booker or something like that. Sure. But he was they're, a hell of a nice guy. pimps. He was a, he was a, yeah, he was a, he was a pimp. <laughs> he was very young. He was like a 21-year-old pimp who spoke in American-style English. And he told us that um, it was a boyfriend club. Mm. Like nothing sexual about it. You just go in there and have a lovely drink. With a nice man who you wish was your boyfriend or treats you like they're your boyfriend. Yeah, right. You get to and you don't leave the venue. Like it's all it's, all, you, it's all contained. I think. Yeah, I yeah. I think you don't leave the venue. So you, you guys, do you, are you guys not aware of this already? Oh. Do you say you're going to a batting cage? By the way, we're going to a batting cage. Like and the batting baseball... cage. Okay, get this: the bars and strip clubs close at twelve thirty at night in Shinjuku. Okay, because um, that's when the last train goes home. So you've got to you don't want to miss the last train. Sure. The batting cage opened at four a.m. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the batting cage is there for the people who missed their train and like, fuck it, this night is spiralled out of control. We may as well go hit some baseballs for no reason. Why were you going to a batting cage? Very cool. Just just was something cool, weird. I've never been to one and it was just something, a weird, cool thing to do in Shinjuku. What know, was late the, at night. Were you go, you're going France, you weren't going to a batting cage by yourself? No, no, no. Three of us went and had, you know, had a bit a, of a competition. It was satisfying. Going, it was going to a batting cage by yourself is probably a red flag, I think. <laughs> oh, if you're a professional baseball player, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're a professional baseball player, surely you'd have your own batting cage at some that's point. That's true. I think if you're going to a batting cage just solidly hit, that suggests you've got some stuff to work out. Do you know what I mean? And you're trying to trying to get the rage out by hitting balls. Can I say, I, I hate when people shame people for doing things by themselves. I'd go to a batting cage by myself. I'd do anything by myself. I, I went to, a, I, I've been going to a lot of movies by myself lately. I go to movies by myself and I feel real guilty when I do it. Do you know who, why? Do you know who goes to movies in the middle of the, of the weekday by themselves? No one's sane. <laughs> <laughs> no I, one nailing life. <laughs> I went, because I've got a week off before I start on this new thing and I um, mm. went to, uh, to see the girl in the spider's web. Is that it's a, that, a weird film to watch solo. It's it was it was. Oh look, I immediately regretted it. This is a remake of uh, no, it's, Charlotte's. It's part of the yeah, trilogy it's a remake of, of it's a, it's a gritty <laughs> remake of Charlotte's Web. Sorry, bro. Um, no, it's a uh, it's like the Stieg Larsson thingy. Oh, like the yeah. dragon tattoo kind. Is of there series. is there rape scenes? Uh no. Okay, that's positive. Oh, uh, <laughs> they're kid implied. Ah. Yeah. So it's still it's it's, it's, a, it's a very unusual film to watch by yourself. Okay. Yeah. Let's be clear. I, I, as soon as I sat down, I was like, "Why did I do this?" Um, <laughs> but the guy next to me, honestly, he was he started eating an apple, and I was like, "Like, <laughs> like, oh, that's fine." There was, like, was like the sort of standard roster of crazies. Like there was a guy behind me who kept being like, whenever there was a big a big action thing, he'd just sort of repeat it, like, yeah. like oh, "Oh yeah," right in the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you ever go to a movie with your dumb friend? <laughs> <laughs> I went to see that. I still remember it. The Dark Knight, and there's a scene where a character called Harvey Dent. That's a yep. giveaway. His name's yep. Harvey Dent. Yep. I don't even know Batman. I know this. He falls into um, uh, a pool of petroleum. Petrol, yes. And the petroleum catches on fire. Sure. He falls with half his face in the petroleum <laughs> yep. and half his face out of the petroleum. Sure. He gets bandaged halfway <laughs> exactly through the middle of his face. Yep. yep. He's in hospital. Uh huh. And uh, he he's flipping a coin when he's in hospital. <laughs> he's flipping a coin. That was yep. the thing he did before he got damaged. Yep. And um, my friend leans over to me, and so loud enough <laughs> whisper that everyone can hear it. He goes, "I think that guy's gonna be too fast." <laughs> and it's so embarrassing. And you I can what? understand he, what that guy's like. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't. Well, that's a positive. That's yeah, positive it's better wrong. than um, him. You were like, ah oh, man, it would be so good if this guy turned out. I wish he was two faced. He'd be perfect to be two faced. Oh well, can't wait for two faced to show up. Um, but no, so yeah, there was a guy behind me who was sort of like, oh, and then like every now and again being like, great shot, like where there'd be a, an interesting shot. Wow. Um, but the guy, the guy next to me or two seats over, because uh, it was quite an empty cinema, started just chomping on this apple, and like enough time. <laughs> Had passed. I wasn't looking. I didn't want to look at him because it'd be very obvious that I was looking at him. But enough time had passed and he was still chomping. And I was like, "Christ, like that's how big, how is, big is this apple? How big is this apple, right?" And I turned and looked. It was huge. Like, wow. it, was, it was huge, and he was only one hemisphere deep. <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck, this is gonna be this is gonna be my next, you know, ten minutes." Yeah. So like, because my brain had already kind of worked out, worked like based on the data that I have, how much apple he's already eaten. This is how much <laughs> chomping I have left. And then that time elapsed. And there was more chomping. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I, and I snuck another glance and he ate, he was eating the core. 
Uh, he ate the, he whole. ate the whole apple like a horse. Yeah, okay. Do you often get thrown off in movies, though? Um, not if I'm enjoying them. Yeah, okay. I, no, I, I'll step in and say that Ben is the most easily distracted person I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. One thing I... Because t- uh, we, we sometimes watch The Crown, and the lady who plays the queen in The Crown... Is is the is the main character in this? Yeah, and oh, um, in this, Claire in this Foy, film you just saw. Claire Foy, yeah. And I usually don't have any real problems suspending my disbelief, but when I was more bored and not distracted by the apple, it was quite fun to, to imagine it was that, the queen. that this person on a Ducati <laughs> motorcycle <laughs> hacking the mainframe was the queen. Does she look cool? Because she she's so good as the queen, but obviously that's not a cool. Yeah, she looks cool. They've cut her hair. They've given her a nose ring, and obviously a tattoo. That's a big part of it. Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of hacking. A lot mm-hmm. of um, I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend it. I certainly wouldn't recommend seeing it in the middle of the day. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. the middle what of the your, weekday. What was your thought process there? I was just like, I've got to get out of the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like far out, bro. Your <laughs> life, man. I'm worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm looking forward to you having a kid. But like, what movie? Because I'm like, uh, I haven't really gone to a cinema by myself alone. But I can't think of a film that's like okay to see because I was like. Okay, so you go watch a real full-on adult film. Not really okay, no, but creepy. No. You, you yeah. don't want anything of a, that's got like remotely kind of sexy times. But then you go to a kids' film or a Pixar film that's worse. Absolutely. Yeah, at, oh that's, god, that's, that's yeah. We're, that's ta- off we're the table. talking a lot about red flags in this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then you go to a middle ground, um, like a Marvel film or a Deadpool or something. That's kind of embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That's a friend. That's a fun thing to do with friends. Yeah. Do you know what the perfect film to see by yourself? That, that like this sort of thing is. I would say I saw Michael Clayton by myself. Yeah. The kind of George Clooney low-level thriller. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. That's basically fine. Just mm-hmm. a just a decent run-of-the-mill yeah. entertainment. I reckon you can see a Cohen by yourself. Okay. A Cohen Brothers film. Yeah. I watch a lot of Marvel films by myself because no one will come with yeah, me. Yeah, because to you are the most obnoxious fuckwit in any. Wow, film. it's coming out now. Oh my god, you can't do it, guy. What? Are, what? What? what, are, what I what? thought Marvel films were the easy ones to get. No, because everyone goes and sees them. Because Hing, whenever they do anything that's that's on trope, like what? whenever something's predictably genre, where they're like. Get in the plane, or they say something that's a line. Yeah. Hing does this weird barking laugh. <laughs> that that one, yep. that one, but really loud, and everybody gets cross, and they get cross at you because you're sitting next to him. And oh, you can't so he's tr- laughing at the film for yeah. being shit. Yeah. Oh, I yes. can understand that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my partner. We went, recently went to like a. They brought back Terminator One. Mm-hmm. To the, that's not still playing in New Zealand. That was like retro <laughs> issue, retro <laughs> issue, and it went along and it was really fun. But there are a lot of. Bad lines Yeah But no, I don't think many are laugh out loud I find them hard to laugh out loud funny But my partner was just laughing all the way through And it eventually got quite embarrassing So I can understand <laughs> Yeah it's really Do you, you say something to them? Just say hey can you not do that? Well or... it was my partner and a friend And I didn't want to like ruin their fun But oh, it was, no, I was feeling self conscious um, Have you guys seen Terminator 1 by the way? Like they have some claymation in there Really? What? Yeah So, when, so Arnold loses Oh, spoiler alert! Is anyone who's in Terminator One? <laughs> but when Arnold like has like major eye damage as the Terminator, yeah. it cuts to his face when he's like repairing his eye with a scalpel because mm. he's a robot, and um, oh, it cuts spoilers, to a clay yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it is laugh out loud hilarious. Wow. And I can't recommend watching it again if people haven't and seen it, it before. It, it, you can tell quite clearly that it's like this is. Prosthetic. It's like cutting this to Wallace cool. and Gromit and back again. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like not even close to him. <laughs> and there's a few signs, scenes at the end as well with his face, and also the um. Because you, you remember it being really scary, right? Yeah, yeah, terrifying. Um, when Sarah Connor is running away from them and they're like in like the abandoned factory yeah. and they always end up. Why do abandoned factories not have like better doors and security uh, systems, yeah. you know? Well, because like they're abandoned, mate. 
The 80s, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, you bummed me out there. Well, they're, they're, they're in the factory late at night and um, the robot is chasing her and the robot claymation is very bad as well. So it's really worth a rewatch because it's a great film and just those hiccups are like hilarious. Guy, it's been an absolute joy having you on this well, podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Mm. Um, it was a good time. Um, if people want to find out more of your work, now that your TV show's been cancelled, my life is you? over. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got New Zealand Today is my segment on YouTube and I'm hoping to get that funded for a full series. So check, check that it's out. So I, was, I was saying to the guy before we rolled that I, it is one of my favourite things to watch. It's, it's just it's a true You're delight. way overhyped that, but I, pre- no, I, I appreciate it. the effort. It's so a, thank it's you. It's a real joy. It's mm. lovely. We should, we should quickly explain what it is. It is, and I'll say I'm going to explain it to you, guy. If yeah. you let me. It's uh, you sort of travel around the the wide country of New Zealand. Yeah, it's and, a small country, and and you just you have you speak to. You plan to speak to weirdos, yeah, and you do some interviews with them, but then also you just talk to people on the street. But also, it's also about if I can explain your show to you again. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's also sometimes it's about solving a mystery. Sometimes it's about. Um, but no, but sorry, sorry. <laughs> the, the point is that it rarely goes to plan, and you yes. always end up in these like de- really delightful rabbit down these very yeah. delightful rabbit warrens. A good, a good place to start, I think, is an introduction to like what the show is like. If you if you, if you wanted the one to search, is uh, guy goes to a, a town where Adele may have visited, yeah, and tries to. <laughs> To figure out if that ever happened. Yeah, I'm now kind of convinced that this is not a spoiler, really. I'm convinced kind of sh- that she did. Really? Yeah. I think it is plausible and it sounds far fetched. <laughs> Especially because the guy who thought, the only person who saw her was crazy. Yeah, yeah. His timeline makes sense. She had, she had three shows in Auckland, she had a one day, one night off. <laughs> No, 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 it is because Ty Happy, the, the town that he, he claims she went to is the biggest dump hole, but there is a chance that they got in the tour van or whatever, or the minivan, yeah. and just drove aimlessly down the middle of New Zealand, assuming there'd be some good shit there because she's seen Lord of the Rings, and being badly mistaken, because there's not. This Where could she be, was terrible. I genuinely believe it, but there's no way of proving it. This could um, be your cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like um, what I learned from doing this series, or the, these episodes or whatever, I don't even know what to call it, YouTube videos, is that... Um, I think there's a problem now in every sort of media we do, even comedy, that you go for someone famous and celebrities. Mm-hmm. And you can't be interesting as a celebrity because you're so censored, even myself. Yeah. Like, um, you're so censored by so many things. And you don't want to burn bridges and there's so advertisers, even your Instagram account now, you've got to yeah. sell it to Coca-Cola or something. You know, I'm not tr- trying to be all bleak about the end of the world or anything, but like average people yeah. are so interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't mean average people, I mean like average... Just people on the street, you can find int- if you if you yeah. interview enough of them, mm. you'll find people who are just fascinating. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, we all talk to people on the bus and go, "This is a rabbit hole. I did- wish I didn't go down." <laughs> but if you put a little bit of effort and there's a, there is a story there, and you can edit out most of the bullshit, it's mm, yeah. I, I really enjoy. I think it's the future. Hing, you got any uh, little uh, uh, yeah little the shows better, that people can? Uh, the feed is about to wrap up. Um, for the end of the year, so I'm going to head to America. So if you're in New York or Los Angeles and want to see me do some stuff, um, I'll. Tweet out some dates. You can go and see me at those things. Cool. Wow, which would be cool. Nice. Yeah, before the end. But and I'll be. I'm. I. What I realized is, if you're flying back from America, you can do it on Christmas Day for real cheap. Yes, you can. So I'm doing that. <laughs> uh, ben, thoughts? Um, if if I edit this in time, um, there's going to be a show on Monday, the 19th of November, mm-hmm. um, called Your Attention, Please. At GD. At Giant Dwarf, which is a night of speeches delivered in character without context. Excellent. Um, super fun. People kind of write and perform fake speeches. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I've been to it. It's a great show. Who's coming along to that? Um, oh, so many friends of the podcast. Yeah. Cam James, mm-hmm. Zoe Norton Lodge. Great fun. Matt Roden. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. Um, Excellent. All right. We've got a whole range of them, so it's going to be great. All right. Well, 
that is this episode, and we will see you, I don't know, in three months or whenever we do another one of these. Sure. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks.